Hi there, I'm Kyle Thomas, welcoming you to episode 7 of The Edmontonian. We've got a serious but great show lined up for you listeners this week, including an interview with a local high-fat dairy product enthusiast, and we speak with Ted Lamshade, a controversial local figure who's been running a cult in the city for the last number of years. That's on this week's Edmontonian. My next guest is Boris Buchenko, a dairy enthusiast, promoter of high-fat sour cream products, and president of the local Edmonton Smetana Society. Boris, you're so welcome to the program. Yes, thank you very much for having me, Cal. It is my pleasure. So, Boris, uh, right off the top, for, for someone like me, I'm not too familiar with what Smetana is, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners aren't either. So, if you don't mind, can you give us a little bit of background? What is Smetana all about? Uh, I don't know if you can tell by uh, my voice but i was not born here i was born in a different country in russia okay. and in russia we had a different approach to dairy products this word um, skim it did not exist in russia everything was full fat we had fat for days every product you ate you could taste the oily lipidinous residue on your teeth the next morning after you had eaten it it, it, it is a meal that stays with you that's a good thing it is it is like a hug from God in your mouth. It is better than having a child. I've had many children. And can I tell you, none of their births have compared to the flavor experience of full-fat sour cream. Smetana is sour cream in Russian. And I love Smetana. So the Edmonton Smetana Society, what is the role that you guys play? We are an advocacy group, yes. But we are also facilitators, if you catch my meaning. Maybe we know a farmer who has a raw, high-fat, real-deal flavor bomb of a sour cream that he wants to get out to the masses, and we want to the, the masses to have them, you know? We are not greedy. And so we go out and we find someone, someone who's ready to have their eyes opened and their mouth filled with rich, almost yellowy, high-fat sour cream. We're talking 69% milk fat 69 percent milk fat boris I, i'm i'm no doctor or nutritionist but i think that's very very high in fact i, I think in in canada you're not allowed to have products over 40 percent in a in a raw dairy state is is that not correct yes and it is a tragedy one that that we uh, a curse that we live with a nightmare we cannot wake up from but it is true justin trudeau has fucked us i guess maybe he doesn't like to have his Mouth hugged by God, like like a lot of you uh, Russian uh, <clears throat> folks. So, Boris, I'm sorry to, to bring this up, but this is something that uh, our researcher told me just before you came on. There's recently been a little bit of controversy uh, surrounding some of your high-fat sour cream products. I believe uh, a local teen, Frankie Edwards, was uh, recently found unconscious by his parents after consuming three, maybe even four tubs of one of your high-fat dairy products. He survived, thankfully, but uh, I believe the family have taken legal proceedings against you personally and the Smetana Society. Have you any comment on that or what happened there? I wish to say to Frankie and his family, I'm sorry 
for the pain you have felt, but the pain you felt is nothing compared to the pain of a life with low-fat sour cream. I think in some ways he owes me an apology for all of the trouble that I have been forced to negotiate because of his overdose. But I, I'm, I'm not sure Frankie would agree with you, Boris. I mean, he did lose four toes because the blood circulation got so low at one point due to the high levels of fat in his bloodstream. And sorry, he's a swimmer or a tap dancer or something? He needs those toes for something? Well, I mean, it's not that we all need our toes for something, but I'm sure he would prefer to have his toes than to not have his toes. Are, are you how, do you, how about you? You prefer to have toes or no? What do you think you would do if you lost your toes? Would it be sad? Would you cry a little tear? A little well, salty tear? Well, I don't, I don't know why you're bringing this to me, Boris. I, no, uh, yes, I, I would like to keep my toes, of course. Mm, good, good. Very interesting. Okay. So I also understand, Boris, that your organization has made some public donations to the Wild Rose Party or publicly known donations to the Wild Rose Party. Is there a reason why you're such a supporter and the Smetana Society is so much behind them? I think uh, the Wild Rose and uh, the Billie Jean, their leader, is uh, an amazing, amazing group of smart, powerful and, 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 uh, and brave politicians. Not like the coward Justin Trudeau. No, the Wild Rose understands that the only way that we can survive as a people is to deregulate the dairy industry. We need less control, less of a death grip on, on the teats of the cows of the nation. So what would that deregulation look like in the dairy industry in Canada? They remove the 40% insult spit slap that uh, Justin Trudeau has imposed. Uh, remove the, uh, the so-called health inspectors from the farms. Who needs a health inspector when you have the Smetana Society who will overview, make sure everything is safe, everything is good. We do not need these meddling suits. We just need good, honest people like me who can help you have full fat sour cream. But do you not see the, the conflict of interest there, Boris? I mean, if the Smetana Society is is overseeing the, the, the health uh, of, of the citizens and how this product is produced, uh, but is also profiting from selling uh, these high-fat sour cream products, surely you see the contradiction there. How's your wife, Cal? Uh, my, wife, my wife is fine. She looked very good this morning, getting into the car to go to work. I uh, like her new hair color. Okay. It suits her well. All right, please don't, please don't hurt my, my wife. Um, <laughs> so, Boris, I mean, the, the Smetana Society... At, it does a lot of good in the community, too. Um, I know that you guys have supported some of the Little League teams in Edmonton during the summer. Uh, yes, I, the, um, the Millwoods Pierogies were sponsored by Smetana Society. Right. That so is a, there's a team I can, I can get behind. And, and I believe that you are uh, supplying all the halftime refreshments for the kids uh, for, for no charge. Any sour cream products? Or yes, sour creamsicles. We put the popsicle in it and freeze it and they have a high protein, high fat snack for them when they are in the middle of their little leaguing. And does that help them? Does that give the, the, uh, the I guess, young athletes some natural energy for, for, for the, the sport they're engaging in? Absolutely. I don't know. You ever heard about uh, Wayne Gretzky? He is the great one because you probably heard about what he had in the locker room. No, I did not. No. He had a small pipeline installed that would go wherever he is, and it was constant supply of 
full fat cream. He had whole cream pumped into him that he would take orally and rectally at halftime and at any break that he had uh, in order to empower himself with dairy. I, I had never heard that. Uh, so has, has Wayne Gretzky ever, have you ever approached him maybe to, to, to help get the word out about your products, maybe be a spokesman for the Smetana Society and, and high-fat dairy products? He's definitely a friend, but he, um, he and I both understand that there is a complicated system at play here. There is the deep state that does not want full fat for the people. Okay. And so Wayne is more, he lets his money talk for now. His, uh, his mouth will talk when it is ready, but for now his mouth is busy with sour cream. So are you saying that Wayne Gretzky is, is making donations to the Smetana Society? Did I say that? Well, I think you, I think you implied that, Boris. <laughs> okay. What are some of the benefits of a high-fat dairy diet? Increased energy, increased intelligence, increased virility. Some people don't realize that certain blocked veins are a good thing. You know, you ever get that feeling like, oh, there's too much blood in my body. It is like, oh, I feel like a wet boy. You'll never again feel like wet boy. If you block up some of those veins, then you reduce the amount of blood that's making you wet. It is... Uh, a very effective method for uh, for uh, jogging and uh, for uh, who wants to be millionaire. It is a it is a miracle drug. Okay, and is there any independent studies that, that have been done on this, or any science that you have to back this claim up? I mean, it's a it's a pretty big claim you're making, Boris. Your wife's new hair color. She got it uh, done in one piece, or it is sort of like uh, highlights where they cascade down because it had such depth to it, such Can- luscious glistening depth i would i would i would i would i would really prefer if people were not following my wife boris um this is something that uh troubles me deeply um boris thank you so much for coming in yes i will see you later cal and now a word from this week's sponsor the fantastic fast food chain a and w at A&W, we think we make the best-tasting burgers in Canada. So we're heading across the country to see what you think. Tastes so good. So fresh. It's a good burger. Is this dog? What do you think of the beef? It's really good. We both know this is dog. Our beef is raised without the use of hormones or steroids. Really? I like that. Do you raise your beef to be respectful towards women, too? Would that be important to you? Yeah, it would be important to me that your cows respect women. That's very important to me. We think we've got the best-tasting burger in Canada. What do you guys think? I definitely would agree. Yeah? For sure. I mean, if we're talking dog burgers, then sure, yeah, you have the best-tasting dog burger in Canada. Come see for yourself at A&W. I'm joined in the studio now by a local religious leader, some would say a, a cult leader. Ted Lampshade, you're very welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. So Ted, again, we reached out to you to do this interview. I know you've been asked to do a lot, and this is the only one you've agreed to because yes, there's been a lot of, uh, of controversy surrounding your, your religious organization. Um, yeah, which I think is uh, unwarranted. But uh, thank you for addressing that. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's just get into, I guess, some of the background first. So you have this organization. I believe it's called the the Lovers Lovers. The Lovers Lovers. The Lovers Lovers. Okay. Yeah. 
So the Lovers Lovers organization, uh, it's an Edmonton-based, uh, would it would it be fair to say religious community? Or yeah, I think it's fair to call it a religious community. Yes. Okay, so it's it's a religious community. Um, how many members are there now? There are um, a growing number, about two hundred and eighty at this point. But people come uh, from far and wide. They just they really uh, are drawn to to the mission, to the message, and just they really just people are looking for for something bigger than themselves, you know. And I think that's really why the Lovers Lovers. Uh, has taken on so much, uh, so much uh, of a community, but also so much criticism. Well, that's what, what I want to get to, and I, uh, I'm glad you lean towards that. So, there's been a lot of, I guess, outrage from parents whose uh, sons and daughters have got I've had involved. sex with. Yes. So um, you've had sex with many of the two many of the sex sons and daughters. Yeah. Okay. They're all of legal age. They're all consensual okay so all right so can you can you just walk me through like is it is it part of uh becoming more enlightened or 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 worshiping some god yeah me okay so people worship you by having sex with you i mean you build up to that i think i mean it's not like people are just coming there to have sex with me they're coming for a purpose they're coming there for meaning in life and i think we do a really good job of making them understand their meaning through the context of intercourse with me. Okay, but I've heard that a lot of people don't realize that that's going to happen initially, that they're there simply to... Oh, to, they find out soon. Right, so they're, they're, they're there for spiritual enlightenment or maybe to strengthen their own faith. But but then you've you've been accused of manipulating these people over a series of weeks that eventually they become... Your 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 concubines, people that you 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 use for 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 physical pleasure. I mean, what is it to manipulate? I mean, uh, the media manipulates. It tells you that coke, for example, is a positive feeling and not a beverage. Do I withdraw food from them so that they are more in? Well, that's one of that's one of the things that's being brought up that you have withheld food from people and your in your in your lodge, your retreat. And they have to have sex with you if they want to if they want to have food afterwards. I, you know, to be I mean, quite, look, a, to, to be to quite honest with you, I, Ted, I, I, I find that it's surprising that that you've only had eight lawsuits brought against you. I, I'm surprised that there hasn't been hundreds more. Well, look, the lovers, lovers, uh, we're a community, and th- that's all the community they have, and that's all the community they need is just uh, us and our loving company and our loving care and our physical loving as well. And I think that. A lot of people are looking for something else, and they find it with us. And without a phone, they have a really tough time contacting their family to say, "We should sue this person." Okay, just to just to bring it back a small bit here, Ted. Um, let's say I'm a a person that seeks out the lovers, lovers community, or yeah, or, you'll do fine. Okay. So 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 I I I I sign up for the course. I pay. Yeah. I believe it's a ten thousand dollar fee right off the bat. Yeah, it's only ten thousand dollars for a lot of spiritual uh, growth. And and the first thing I have to do is to to undertake a month long stay at, at at your lodge. Yeah, which involves a lot of uh, a lot of water. You drink water. Yeah, you can look at the outside okay. world. Um, so is there is there anything that you do like is do you do you practice meditation or, or yoga or any healthy you know spiritual endeavors like that or is it is it just drinking water and looking out 
the window. There's uh, a lot of silence, and that uh, has a dual purpose of sort of giving people reflection, and also uh, I get headaches. So you don't want anybody? I just it, it bothers okay. me when people talk. So so I've been in the in the lodge for for what for for four or five days, not speaking, yeah. drinking water, looking at the window. Yeah, and usually at this point, people's uh, like they start to get very hungry, and that hunger sort of fuels a a deep reflection. You know, why am I here? Uh, I really want to eat something. Why can't I uh, get to the outside? Why is this man standing in my way? Um, so just people have a lot of big questions that they're finally starting to look at. And that leads them to have sex with you? Look, this isn't a some sort of a, a back alley bang. This is, this is people uh, trying to grow and trying to really develop their spiritual sense. And that, that means, you know, not eating until they feel uh, like they'll do anything for food. Have you had many back alley bangs this week? No. In 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 general. In yes. Life. Okay. And this is very different from it's that. Very different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People come to me. Um, they're hungry eventually, and uh, they just they they want purpose and they want connection. And after not talking for five days or 10 days or 20 days or 30 days and not eating for tw- that as much days, you, you, you start to really look for things, food, uh, interaction, uh, an escape. And that's really what we give them. But can't you see that that's pretty controversial that you're, you're essentially starving people and the only way that they can get out of that situation is to, to sleep with you. They can't leave because you've got people manning the doors they can't get food unless they, they, they sleep with you. And, and, and they're obviously in a very vulnerable state after not... Are they ever? If they're not eating and not doing anything else except drinking water and, and, and not communicating with anybody. Yeah, I mean, I think people know what they're signing up for. Maybe not... Um, uh, but see, that's the problem. I don't think people are, are know what they're signing up for. Well, I not in the sense that they know what they're signing up for, but in the sense that they are signing up for something and they don't know what it is. Like, they know they're signing up for something that they don't know what it is. So so, so they know that they're signing up for something, yes, is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. But, but, but that's it. So They you, know that they're signing up. Okay, so when you say that people know what they're signing up for, you mean that people just physically know they're signing up for something. Yeah, exactly. But 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 don't you see the problem with that? Nope. I mean, okay. So so do you have some sort of waiver that they do actually physically sign that says anything? Um, that can happen? Yeah, there's a form that they give after about six days of not eating, uh, where they have to sign uh, legal documentation. They have to sign uh, a lot of the time their uh, power of attorney over to me, um, just so that uh, I'm protected from their uh, irrationalities. From their irrationalities. So we're trying to uh, breed out a lot of those irrationalities through uh, Bre- education. Breed out. And spirituality. But what do you mean breed out? Um, many of them produce babies. So you're having you're, you're fathering a lot of... Okay. Lots. So the eight... I can't believe it's only eight. The eight... Uh, Power of attorney does a lot. Yeah. The eight people who are currently suing you for psychological physical and sexual abuse um and I, I believe they've even banded together it's almost like a class action lawsuit against you right now is that something that you are going to try and settle out of court is that something that you're going to fight in court 
You know what? Um, God has blessed me with a lot of uh, wealth. And by God, I mean myself. Um, through ingenuity and through spirituality. How much so are you worth? It's in the millions of millions. Millions? Of, so billions, then? If you want to call it that. Okay. Anyway, so, so um, I have a lot of high-priced attorneys who can uh, see right through all these uh, these false claims. And I think... Uh, I'm going to be vindicated. So, you, and so you're saying it's 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 their fault that the, that that the experience hasn't gone the way they wanted to. Yes. Do? Yes. People know what they're signing up for, and if you want um, spirituality, if you want to reach a higher state of being, you really have to sacrifice a lot, and that's your body, that's your mind, mostly your body, though. Ted, um, thank you for coming on the the show. Thanks for having me and sharing my message. You're welcome. That's it. That's our show. That concludes episode seven of the Edmontonian. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can get in touch with us at edmontonianpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Cal Thomas saying goodbye for now.